0: 49 is deep in the heart like Joe Montana in the corner D. Clark. Stiff Farm going 99 don't get it twisted all with time John Taylor, Jerry Rice down the sideline all Bill all students of bill Walsh.
1: Don't ever forget. hi guys welcome back to another episode of the 49er Faithful UK show on tonight's show I'm joined by Gareth Ellis hello and Paul hope good evening I almost forgot your surname there Gareth that, that had me flustered for a second, and it's, it's funny because we've just been talking about uh, Naji being flustered on the very first episode he hosted. Um, so yeah, <laughs> poetic justice on that. Um, so instead of talking about the smelly poo knee deep in it that we've spoke about over the last few weeks, we've got to talk about what a fantastic performance that was last night. Um, and, and I mean, the question I've got is where has that performance been all season yeah because that is the best we've played all season it's probably the best we've played in two seasons to be fair um i'm not going to put it all down on us because i don't think it was all about us being that good I, I think the rams were pretty poor um but still to go into the game when we were all expecting to lose and to pull out such a dominant display it's got to be pleasing Going forward, especially looking at the uh, the stretch of games that we've come up, got coming up, who we're playing, and the, and what that could mean to whether or not we get in the playoffs. So, who wants to start? Do you want to start, Gareth?
2: Yeah, go on then. Um, I'll start as the game did really with uh, with Jimmy Ward and the defense. Good to see some guys uh, turn up and play. Great to see uh, uh, Jimmy get his first interception. I think in coming up for five years. Um, and then, like buses, he, uh, he scoops up another pick six uh, on their on their second possession. But defensively, we were pretty good. Uh, I still think um, Stafford had a little bit too much time. Um, we were quite fortunate that his entire team seemed to have forgotten how to uh, catch a ball, which certainly uh, uh, helped us in the, in the latter stages of the game. Uh, but I think we were hungry. I think annoyed pissed off basically uh, and you can see that the defense was like we're not letting this happen again we're not letting another divisional rival come into our stadium and, and have their way with us we are we are going to make them fight few missed assignments few missed uh, uh, coverages few uh, wide open receivers that drop the ball um but great to see some of that uh, uh, intensity all the way through the game. And particularly in the third and fourth quarters, you can see how much it helped in the fact that our defence had basically spent, what, 10 minutes out of the first half of the game sitting on the bench uh, watching us inch the ball down the field. So very pleased to see that. it's It seems to be a, a proper step forward. Maybe the Bears game was, was just a, a step forward followed by steps back. But we've got to build on this. That's the key thing I think I, we took from that game wasn't a perfect performance but we've got to build um, but I'll take the win and I'll take a, a humbling of the whams any day of the week what about you Paul
0: yeah Gareth like you said whilst we're on the defense if you just saw the score today I think everybody was expecting it to be the other way around was included yeah. so what a welcome surprise to witness that last night like Lee said we've been talking on this show for months now mistake free football And you're right, Gareth, watching that game last night, I kind of chuckled. There was a couple of dropped passes from the Rams. There was a couple of missed tackles. And I thought, we've had that this season, though. So it was nice to see things going our way. I mean, I was surprised we didn't get as much pressure on Stafford. But the defence last night was fantastic. That um, trick play when they tried to run in the fake field goal. Mm. DJ Jones, my God, first of all, How fast did he get across? And two, he was making sure that lad was going nowhere. But it just set the tone. Um, I think we've been talking for weeks, Lee, about what's our identity. And Shanahan came out last night and said, we're running that ball. We're going to be a run-heavy team. Smash-mouth football. What more can we ask for? Like you said, it was the first time we've won at home in like 390-odd days. The Rams came into this with the new shiny Odell Beckham Jr., did think it was quite fitting that it was Jimmy Ward that first intercepted, and then the pick six. I know you'd really deep down happy at home, Nadji, that Jimmy Ward ran that one in. Forgot to get that in there, and it was very much noticed on the game day thread about Jimmy. I just, where do we go after he? I mean, Fred Warner back to playing it is all pro level again. We had a slight wobble in the third quarter. Um, ironically enough, my mate was a Rams fan, had been quite all first halfly. And then the third quarter started and he started texting me saying, are oh, you watching the game? And then that's when they started getting into it a little bit more and they put the touchdown on. And I thought, oh, well, please, please don't let it go that way. But the defence stood up and here we are, victory Tuesday. We led all the way through. I'm not going to pick any fault at all in the defence unless there's something you witnessed, Lee, that I missed.
1: Yeah, so so I'll, I'm not going to pick fault, but I'm going to say it. it They didn't play as well as what they could have done. And you've already mentioned it, both of you, um, the pass rush, especially up the interior, for I would say the first half and maybe the first half of the third quarter was almost non-existent. But towards the the middle of the third quarter and the fourth quarter, they did improve. Um, But it took a while to get there. Now, that could easily be explained by the fact that the Rams do have quite a good offensive line. Um, and therefore, they, they were meeting the match, basically. But we expected more of them. We did. We expected more of them. We didn't seem to be getting as much pressure on Stafford as what we wanted or expected. Um, so I would say that was a poo showing. No, I'm not going to say poo showing. Out of out of all the position groups, that one didn't seem to impress me as much as all of the others did. Um Defensively, Jimmy Ward with the two interceptions, were they a good player or were they handed to him? Because to be fair, yes, he got the two interceptions. One of them was a pick six. But in my opinion, they were basically handed to him with poor play by the Rams. Um, Obviously, the the first one, uh, Odell Beckham, he ran ran the wrong route. And Stafford just put it up there, which I thought was a strange thing to do. Because... He was nowhere near Beckham when he threw the ball, so that that was a strange one. I Mean straightened the arms of Jimmy Ward, the second interception, um, the Rams player—I forgetting who it was—might be in the tight end, bobbled yeah, it, it in Hig- his hands.
0: Yeah, it was Higby. Yeah, definitely Higby. Yeah, he and then it,
1: and then straightened Jimmy Ward's hands. So he's quite fortunate with them both, but he was in the position to take advantage of them. So, for me, being in the right position is just as good as making a skill move. To we make could have reception. had a couple
0: more, though, picks only. I mean, Fred nearly had one. Yeah. Um, the one where it? With, with, Mosley uh, nearly had one. Mosley and Hoofhanger took out of his hand. Yeah.
1: We, Mosley nearly been, had two.
0: Yeah, we've been saying for weeks, win the turnover battle. That's what we did. I mean, that first one with Stafford Lee, it struck me as McVeer showing off a little bit. I've got the shiny new tie. I've got my new quarterback. I'm going to go deep threat. And. To be fair, Jimmy has to catch that ball and he did take a big whack off Beckham, you know, as he was coming down with it. So, yeah. on the pick six, personally, I do love a good pick six. And <laughs> like everyone else, I had children upstairs in bed asleep. So, I was leaping around the front room trying not to wake people up. But, oh, what, two touchdowns in 65 seconds? It definitely was uh, heading in the right direction after that.
1: But you still, I bet you still felt nervous, even though we went 14 zip up.
0: Yeah, the third quarter when Stafford started finding cup a bit more, and the the put that touchdown, and I thought, oh, here we go. It was someone else mentioned it on the game day thread before me. Buckle up, here comes the roller coaster. But gotta give Kyle the the kudos. I mean, that fourth down play to when Debo got the touchdown, four, four and five, four and five we were, and I thought, oh, you know, he was messing about with like letting the play clock run down, and he yeah. took the time out, and I thought. Is he going to kick a field goal here? And then Jimmy, on the money, Debo ran home. I have to admit then, Lee, I I wasn't as nervous when that went in. (laughs) That stage of the game.
1: (laughs) Yeah, well, that's to be expected. Um, So I'm going to sound like uh, a miserable fart but I'm going to pick fault with Jimmy. (laughs) Not Jimmy, (laughs) Jimmy Jimmy Garoppolo. (laughs) yeah, Don't get us wrong, I, I thought Jimmy had a really good game. But I thought there was um, there was two two throws which he could have done much better on. One of them actually ended up in a touchdown. But yeah. I thought he threw it late, and that was the touchdown pass to George Kittle. I, I thought he could have easily released that ball sooner because looking at the play again, and I mean, it's okay me saying this. After seeing a replay of it and seeing when Kittle became open, he just seemed to hesitate, and he put him in a position where One, he could have gotten injured. Two, he might not have made the pass. He might not have made the catch. So I think he could have released that earlier. There was another one in the second half where the the commentators were raving about Jalen Ramsey. What a great play he made on J1 Jennings. I thought it was rubbish. I'll tell you why I think it was rubbish. Because had he noticed the pass, the pass was going behind J1 Jennings. It was a poor pass. Yeah, had, he was, hit him in stride, yeah, had he hit him in strike, Jennings would have had that ball. But Jalen Ramsey was too focused on um, Jennings rather than where the ball was. Because it, had he just looked up for a second, he'd have seen. He'd have been able to intercept that no problem. Do you not so, think
0: that's Jimmy all over for you, though, Lee? Like he, It is, it's He just managed that, the game very well, you know, but he didn't. Uh, I know what you're saying. It's,
1: yeah, I think we had the look that he didn't turn over the passes where he could have potentially turned over, so he had that one pass with Jennings, which could have been intercepted, had had, uh, Jalen Ramsey been watching it, he had another one I can't remember when it was in the game I think it was after that one, where it just sailed over everyone and it was a poor pass, but that wasn't in danger of being intercepted, it was just a really poor pass, and then there was the Kittle one where I thought you should have released it earlier but (laughs) let's face it, he got a touchdown we we shouldn't really complain about that it's just things that I, I did notice that's, from the
0: frustration. that's the frustration with Jimmy, though, isn't it, Lee? Like, that's, as a fan base, he showed glimpses, like you said, in that game last night. Overall, he managed the game well, did what he was asked to do. I mean, the game plan was pretty much run the ball, Jimmy convert him third down, and it did yeah. have a bit of a 2019 feel. And for all the errant throws you said there, like that one to debo when he hit him in stride. and he just, Exactly. It's, <laughs> I know Najee's probably cursing us right now, and... I did say Neil Watson, we would be showing Jimmy G the love, because let's face it, it's been the elephant in the room all season. But for yeah. me, I mean, the last few weeks, can't fault Jimmy. So,
1: so you're quite right, Paul. He had some excellent throws last night as well. I mean, I, I just wanted to pick out those three throws that I saw that weren't great. It, it could have resulted in something entirely different, but it didn't. So the luck was with us last night. But then he had the the, the throw to Ayuk. The throat of Debo, which are absolutely excellent throws. And he seemed to be processing what was happening a lot better. He seemed to have a lot more confidence. Um, and it showed It showed in the quality of the passing. And, and let's face it, a lot of people get head up on the fact that we, we do a lot of screen players. He's thrown out of the flat. These are all play calls coming in from Carl Shanahan jimmy's not deciding on these players jimmy will decide on how he shifts the uh, protection at the line of scrimmage and looking at the way we played last night he, he did a good job of that of recognizing that um i think the defensive line in the hall did a really good job last night um even tom compton and i absolutely slated him in the preview show i thought he was going to be eaten alive all night long and it just didn't happen So, overall, as a team, I think we played really well. I don't think there's one player you could pick out who who didn't play very well. Um, If I have to pick out people who went above and beyond, I'll share. I I thought he had another excellent game. game. He was all over the place. He had um, six tackles, two two combined... um, Sorry, eight tackles in total, six tackles, two assists. He had two tackles for a loss, and he just seemed to be all over that field and he seemed to be in the right place at the right time making the right type of tackle. Um, so I'm gonna pick him out. I'm obviously gonna pick Jimmy Ward out. I thought Jimmy Ward had a good game. Even though I found it amusing, um I think it was a Cooper Cup. Yeah it was a Cooper Cup drop. Jimmy was nowhere near. J- Jimmy had been just left for dead. So there was separation there. And that was an easy uh, completion for Stafford to Cooper Cup, and Cooper Cup dropped it. And then Jimmy started dancing about as though he'd get another pick six. <laughs> and it's like these memes you see <laughs> about yeah. defensive backs when they start celebrating, and they're like seven yards away from the player. <laughs> and they're celebrating as though they made that happen. So I found that amusing. Um, and I'll, I'll just put that one in there for Naji, But I thought you had a good game. Oh, um, I like that Najee warning. <laughs> yeah. I mean, I Jimmy... Think- now, na he does he's got to be in his bonnet of old Jimmy, but I, I think he played well. From from what I see in my limbs terms, he played well. And he did what he needed to do. And I think there just seemed to be more leadership on the team. And I'm sure that's what Jimmy Ward brings when he's playing. Uh Hufanga, I thought Hufanga played excellent. Um he was like glue against any receiver that was there. Obviously we, we had that um potential interception where he knocked it out of uh, Mosley's hands. Yeah, that that's going to happen. You're making a play on the ball. You're not necessarily looking to see if your teammates also are making a play on the ball. You're just trying to do what you think is right. So you can't really fault them for that. But, yeah, I mean, I, I was sat there thinking, who is this team playing the Rams? Who is it?
0: The thing is, Lee, like you, you said there, Gareth said just before we started, I watched the game back in 40 today. I took today off work, because so I had a bit more time rather than squeezing it in. And like you said, the eye test, Jimmy wasn't flashy, but he passed the eye test. I mean, obviously, none of us are experts. We, we thought we were coming on here today to talk about a Rams 31-10 win. We thought Donald and Von Miller yeah. were going to dominate our offensive line. Look at Shanahan last night, Lee. Took them out of the equation. Just made them look stupid. The game plan, like you said, the team was fired up from the start. What have all been asking for? All we've asked for all season is for us to turn up, be competitive. I mean, I know we shared that gift last year. Was it Ross Dwelly on yeah. um, Donald? Aaron Donald. I think um, Dwelly has to move over now because I think Brunskill owns Donald and the pancake from George Kittle on Von Miller. Welcome yeah. to the NFC West, Mr Miller. You're not going to be as easy as you think.
1: <laughs> it's funny because, I mean, those two particular players on the Rams um, team, when you saw them, when the camera was on them towards the end of the game, the pair of them looked absolutely shell-shocked. They didn't know what was going on. And I'll I'll go back to something you said earlier on about um, team identity. The, The fact that we haven't had a team identity for a long time now, but it seems as though the running game is our team identity. Yes, that's good to know, and we have complained about that for a few weeks now, saying that we don't have the identity, but the Rams did. The Rams had an identity an offence as being an offensive juggernaut, and on defence as being an unbeatable team. In the last two games the Rams have played, that's just been absolutely torn apart, because we, we put ridiculous numbers up on them, and we stopped their offensive juggernaut. And same thing with the Titans. So, it's all... Do you not think it
0: was last night, though, Lee? Like, the game plan was, like, a lot of the fans want the flashy, big, you know, deep balls down. And last night, it was all about controlling the ball, controlling the clock. I mean, we out-possessed them by 39 minutes to 20 minutes and 57 seconds. They didn't have that much time on the ball, and it showed. I mean, the drive, the the one where we got the first touchdown, you know, 18-player drive, 90-odd yards. It was like a death by a 1,000 cuts, and it was beautiful to watch. I think we averaged, like, 3.5 yards a carry last night. Yeah. It doesn't sound a lot, but if you're hitting 3.5 yards first run, second run, then Jimmy's making his throws. It was just poetry in motion. It just reminds you of why you love the NFL, doesn't it? And why you love the 49ers. And we've all had a spring and our step today. You know, Twitter has been on fire today. It's, it's been hilarious. Some of the Rams fans, I mean, there's some gifts kicking about already where Beckham wants out and he's making the take with his dad and it's... Brilliant to see because, what's firstly, we've been the butt of the jokes for the last couple of weeks. I mean, Christ Almighty, the Colt McCoy Cardinals. Why couldn't we play the them that they played on Sunday? I don't know if you saw Red Zone. And yeah, the Cardinals yeah. just looked. But come on, Gareth, join in the Jimmy G Love Fest. I know Nadji will be happy to
2: get on board this. Well, I think it was it was a good game plan from Shanahan. I mean, he always seems to do well against the Rams, but he just seemed to remember what we were good at which is stick to the run game and have Jimmy do a quick release into that box that's sort of 15 yards deep, the middle third of the field where Jimmy seems to have all his success and accuracy and he gets the ball out quick. I think potentially with, with Jalen Moore going down and uh, that maybe that, that sort of helped with, okay, we've got to do something uh, quick. Jimmy's not going to have a lot of time to throw. So we attack that area of the field and we'll get seven, 10 yards And if the run game doesn't work for a couple of plays, we'll just stick with it. And that's the thing that has annoyed me a lot this season, that Shanahan seems to have just abandoned the run game in large parts. And last night he didn't. He stuck with it and built off it, getting those few yards here and there, uh, working their their defence left to right uh, and chewing out the yards and then mixing it up with some short, quick passes. It's, it's limited. You can't do that necessarily every game because teams will, will adjust and, and take that away. And that's Jimmy's limitation, that he seems to have that high success in the middle of the field on short passes. And then everything else, suddenly the, the drop off in his accuracy is is huge. But we attacked exactly where we wanted to do. We went back to basics using two running backs, running the ball, running the clock. Wear their defense down. Mix it up with some passes and and, and lots of uh, reverses and and uh, Debo Samuel lining up in the backfield. All of that sort of stuff, and mix it up with everybody executing their blocks and not making mistakes. Uh, yeah, it's it's what we've wanted to see, and it's it's what got us success in 2019, and it's it's unfathomable to me how. Shanahan seems to have abandoned that for large, large periods of the season. Hopefully he'll just go back to this and go, oh, yeah, this this really actually works well. Let's go out and execute it and we'll challenge teams to defend against it like we did in the NFC Championship game. It didn't matter. We didn't need to disguise stuff. We were going to run the ball. Green Bay still couldn't stop it. So it's only when the, when the defence adjusts, you then say, OK, where are they leaving gaps? Where are they leaving holes? Let's go and uh, uh, make up a play that's going to attack those gaps. It was, it was good to see. It wasn't a perfect performance by, by any means. There were still, I think, a little too few offensive penalties, false starts, uh, um, a legal shift. Um, there's certainly one snap where it looked like the ball was snapped and no one was actually ready for it. Uh, so there's, there's still stuff to, to polish up there, but it was just great to see that identity that, that Shanahan's built the team off and and just seems to have moved away from, for parts of the season. unknown to me. Maybe it's having the two running backs that he trusts back again. Um, and our, our 3.7 yards a carry or, or something like that, remember those last couple of possessions, we just ran the clock. We just ran and got like one, two yards per carry on those. Uh, so that obviously dented the, the running stats a little bit. But I'm happy with three yards a carry if you're converting third and two every time you get it. So uh, it was, yeah, good to see, good to see. See, Jumping on what you said
0: there, Gareth, the first player the third quarter, so the Rams had adjusted, they'd come out and they'd put six. Come on then, beat us with your outside zone look. Um and Mitchell ran for 17 yards. Everyone hit the blocks. And like you said there, Gareth, it was like, we're not hiding it anymore. This is what we're gonna do. If you think you've adjusted to us, McVeigh. Now, to be fairly, a lot of the group are looking forward to this pod tonight. And I think they think we're gonna be back to our bullish. We're winning the Super Bowl, we'll go on the rest of the season undefeated. I'm not saying that all our problems have dissipated after this one performance. But it's a step in the right direction. I'm still taking it week by week. I'm not even looking ahead to Sunday's game. I want to enjoy this one. Like you said, Gareth, simple things like I think McVeigh was expecting play action because that's normally Jimmy's bread and butter. He lined up in the shotgun. If you look at the stats over the last few weeks, Jimmy's been lined up out shotgun more than he's ever lined up before. I think he had one play action shot last night and that snap you're on about, I think Max snapped the ball to Jimmy, and nobody else moved. I did think, oh, well, a couple of weeks ago, Gareth, that they'd probably turned the ball over there, or hmm. something would have flustered. Or well, last night we seemed to bounce back. I mean, there wasn't that many defensive pass interference calls, wasn't many flags last night. Lee, what does Nick Bosser need to do to get a holding call? I just, I know you did get one last
1: night.
2: After he'd got the sack, yeah. yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> That's the only time he gets holding calls against him when he actually delivers the sack, it's yeah. Uh, we should mention the uh, the K1 Williams uh, butt interception as well. Yeah. which was uh, um, possibly a little bit soft on the penalty. That was a shame. So because uh, because he has been solid throughout throughout the season when he's when he's been on the field. So
1: it's I would just, have loved yeah. if
2: K1 get a uh, get an interception, join the party as well.
1: Yeah, yeah, definitely, have... but uh, I have to say K1 is one of the players that has been um, guilty of drawing the, the flag mm-hmm. over the last few weeks so hopefully hopefully he can turn a corner um, and either, either not make it as obvious when he's holding mm-hmm. um, or stop it altogether um, which is the preference but uh, we, we'll wait and see what happens. Um, obviously Richard Sherman made an, has made a career of being Very good at disguising a hold um, and just keeping the receiver in check so he's up close with them.
0: See um, Nick Bosa on pace for 16 sacks this season. We all called that as a bold prediction before the start of the year, didn't we? He's having a monster season when you think he's got no help really outside Mm -hmm. of Armstead. Um, I I just love seeing him sack the quarterback. Just a brilliant sight. You, you but, say
1: that, but isn't Arden Key now on three sacks for the year? And he, he's not a starter.
0: No, I, th- I think you're right. I'm just saying, like, at the start of the season, we all thought Bosa would be where it was coming from and other people are getting in. But Bosa still got... He got a sack last night, didn't he, against Stafford? And, like you said, he's on pace for 16 sacks. i seen he had nine in his rookie season when he won Defensive Rookie of the Year. So it's great to see him back. Mm. But, we, you know, Lee... Victory Tuesday. We demolished the Rams. This is your rivalry game. Know. You hate the Rams. You know. Come on. Thought you'd be. Uh... <laughs> I
1: know. I, I, was, I was very reserved on Twitter last night because I kept on checking the um, the UK Rams account just to, because they always have this habit of saying something in the run-up to our games, which always comes back to bite them, or at least it has for the last five games. <laughs> and they've been very quiet this time. And I don't know if it's because I wait until after the game before I start and uh, talk crap. Um, but no, they, they, they were very good last night in fact, I think after our second touchdown a lot of the fans were replying to the UK fans' uh, Twitter account saying, I'm off to bed, I'm not staying but to watch this rubbish, and they were gone I mean that was, what, halfway through the second uh, halfway through the first quarter 12, no, start the second quarter so they, they'd already given up which was pleasing to see because over the last few weeks, I mean, that could have easily been us, that just gave up and um, mm. decided not to watch it as far as being bullish for the rest of the season is concerned, I think it's set I mean, like I said, looking at our schedule now, the run of games we've got, you've got maybe two teams that are potentially going to cause us issues, um the Tennessee Titans and LA Rams down in LA. Other than that, the, there's wins there. Mm-hmm. So it, it's very possible that we can go ten and seven. I, I think yeah, ten and seven is a up. realistic one.
0: We're not allowed to call the 49ers. We're not on the show anymore, Lee. You do understand how that works now. <laughs> I do. I do understand how that
1: works. Unfortunately. I but think hey, be... hey, if, if we can call opposition wins every week and we come away with a win, I'm happy. Yeah.
2: <laughs> I think that they need to look at this like, forget everything that's gone before. This was week one. We've beaten the divisional rival and it's uh, whatever it is, a, a, an eight or nine game season. and Just forget everything that's gone before. Let's build on this performance uh, and 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 finish the season strongly. And there's there's a playoff place there to to be won. Uh, sometimes you think, oh, the Falcons might might get somewhere, and then they got hammered. Now it looks like the Panthers might be in the mix as well. So who knows? It's going to be a big game against the uh, Vikings, and I'm pretty sure something's going on. Are you you boys watching that game?
1: Yeah, I think I might <laughs> watch
2: that. Yeah. Okay. I'm, I may even have a
1: beer as well. Though. Yeah. Treat- or five, so I okay. I was going to make a mention of that. If if we both win this coming weekend and we both have favourable matchups, then we could be going into that game down in Bristol. Um, each team five and five, and looking very close to a playoff spot uh, at the time of the uh, the game. So that's going to make it extra spicy down in Bristol. Mm. So yeah, looking forward to that. Um, as as far as the other games are concerned. Like I said, uh, the Rams, the Titans are the teams. I would look at and think, well, maybe we're going to lose those. 10-7 is good enough for us. Um, Completely lost my train of thought there. I was going to mention something else.
0: Debo Samuel, we're going to give him a mention before we finish off. I mean, another impressive performance. So
1: I've got some some stats from NFL.com. This was after the game. So, Debo Samuel has joined Dwight Clark as the only San Francisco players since 1970 with 50 plus reception yards in each of the team's first nine games of the season. Mm -hmm. So, a bit of a complex stat, but a good stat.
0: You do love a good stat.
1: I do love a good stat. (laughs) The 49ers' 18 player, 11 minute, three second drive was their longest opening drive. In both players and time of possession since week 17, 2002, which was also against the Rams. Mm-hmm.
0: It was beautiful to see as well. Long may that continue.
1: <laughs> yeah. The 49ers have five touchdown drives of 90 plus net yards this season, which is the most in the NFL.
2: That's a surprise.
1: And here's a surprise about Jimmy. At least it was a surprise to me. Um, It wasn't one of those stats that was pulled out. I had to go searching for this one. But this is only the second season in eight seasons that Jimmy has started more than six games.
0: Ah, wow! Looking good. I mean, what was impressive as well, Gareth touched upon it as well. We've been saying for weeks, Lee, about the third down, and we look really dodgy on third downs. And... The big part of the game plan last night was putting the ball in Jimmy's hand and converting on third down. And for all Carl Shanahan's faults with his quarterbacks, he trusted Jimmy last night. We said at the start, show that throw to Debo to seal the game. You know, Jimmy said in his interview afterwards, he looked over at the sideline and Carl's like, yep, yeah, we're going for it here. And he thought, boom. And as much as we criticise some of his placements, that ball was on the money and Debo mm. was off to the house. But I just thought, like you said, Lee, Debo Samuel... When we did our uh, preview short at the start of the season, there was a couple of question marks over Debo, and I don't think there's any at the moment. I mean, like you said, up in the backfield, the, the touchdown he ran in, <laughs> I mean, I know there was a missed tackle on it, like, but Gareth said, we can only play what's against us. He still did well to get in there. At one point, I thought, yeah. he's not going to get here. He might just get forced out of bounds, but he's, he's looking good. I did think it was quite strange that Kyle didn't give anyone a game ball as such after the game he said basically we want the team to play like this every week I'm not giving anyone a game ball and obviously Nagy's not here for me to ask who he would give his game ball to because <laughs> I really would have liked for his answer to be Jimmy Ward so I would like to ask you two did you have anyone in mind that, if you were to give a game ball out or are you on the same page as Kyle yeah well, we,
1: we, sh- we should we should uh, ask us that before we start recording so we can think about that one but, um, <laughs>
2: Well, you know, I thought I'd throw it in. I, I think it's it's a good message. I mean, yeah, Jimmy Ward would have been the 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 guy for it with a with a couple of interceptions. Um, but I, I think you know he's making that statement, isn't he? He's saying that that wasn't an exceptional performance. That's the standard I expect from this team, and and that's the standard you should expect from each other. Go out and annihilate the Jaguars, and maybe I'll I'll toss a couple of balls out. So. I can see, I can see, see the message. Uh, let's 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 hope that Shanahan has got the uh, the right tone with the with the locker room, which again he he seems to have done. The t- the team came out hot and ready to play in in a way that they they failed to do in other games, and obviously in a in a way that the Rams utterly failed to be ready for the intensity of that game. So it's it's good to see, uh, we, but we've got to build on it. It's. As you said, Paul, it's one one game at a time. And this, this means nothing if we, we, we go and, uh, you know, leave another steaming pile of poo in Jacksonville. So suddenly all that hard work is 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 nothing. So we've got to go out and string some wins together. I think then certainly in the next four or so are winnable. I think including up, up until the, the Seahawks. Uh put one over them as well um, and actually get some momentum because it that it's that time of the season it's all about momentum now it's it's stitching those wins together uh, and stitching those performances together week after week when you' when you're tired when everyone's aching and bruised uh, this this is this is the time of year that you you really get to see the identity of the teams um, and the good teams should come through and those teams that have started well but maybe haven't got the players, uh, that's this is the part of the season where they start to fade off. So, yeah, uh, looking forward to the rest of the season in a way that I wasn't uh, seven days ago. So.
1: so, I'm going to answer Paul's question, but I'm going to answer it after I've uh, just follow on from what you've just said there, Gareth, because that that leads me into what I was going to say before, Seriously. and that that is that I am going to sound a little bit like a broken record because I've been saying this all season long. It's not how you start; it's how you finish, and on any given Sunday you can win an NFL game. It doesn't matter who you're going up against. And we certainly proved that last night because we are not a form team at the moment. We went in against a form team, um, albeit they were on the back of a loss, and we turned them over. I and mean, It wasn't a close game. So any given Sunday, and it's not how you start, it's how you finish. And teams have gone on to win the Super Bowl, most notably the Ravens. They started poorly. They went on and they beat us back in 2012. Um, and the less said about that, the better. Mm-hmm. So on to Paul's question, and I started the show by picking out fault with Jimmy's passes or some of Jimmy's passes. So I'm going to finish by saying, outside of those three passes, which I, I thought were debatable, he played, I thought he played excellent. I thought he led the team. I thought he had some very good throws into tight windows. I thought his decision-making was really good. So for me, if I was going to give a game ball to anybody, I'd give it to Jimmy, not just because of the way he played, but because of what he has to put up with outside of the game day. There's a lot of pressure on him, as it should be, being a quarterback, but there's a lot of pressure on him, and he hasn't crumbled. And that's, that's just good. Points. But that's not a series I was starting quarterback uh, in years down the road or even next year. But game ball last night, yeah, I'd give that to Jimmy.
0: Now Let's just enjoy this one. Like you said, Lee, you said it quite nice towards the end of the last show when we were all calling the Rams to be the one who'd be the dominating team. We all got up last night in hope. We all, like you said, Lee, if you're not going to, what's the point in getting up? And like you yeah. said there, the Rams fans, my mate was a Rams fan, stayed up till the end and to be fair, he was quite gracious in, in defeat and he was texting me and he was saying, where's this 49ers team been the last couple of weeks? He thought the same, he was going to get up, going to be an easy night. You, you see Twitter today, I mean, <laughs> Neil Watson had sent me a Jimmy Garoppolo apology form a couple of weeks ago when obviously the crack was getting a bit kind of toxic on Twitter and I, I shared that earlier and an American fan jumped all over it and was like, you obviously haven't watched Jimmy playing. he's not going to be the starting quarterback and I was like, mate, calm down, it's one game, he played well last night, it's a bit of tongue-in-cheek, you know, I sent him the link to um, the pods and then about an hour later he came back and he was like, yeah, I've calmed down now sorry, I just, I, I, Jimmy stands doing my head, and I was like, look, 49er fan, I'm just enjoying the fact that our quarterback played well last night, prime-time football, and we won the game. You know, Joe Sterling after the game was obviously full of confidence, the Jimmy G interview. I thought you might have brought up what Jimmy said, Lee, when uh, Jimmy said, when that first drive, when he said it, he didn't think it took their soul away, but it definitely did something to them. I thought that was a quote you would have liked with your yeah. dislike of the Rams. Yeah. <laughs>
1: Yeah, definitely. Okay, guys, thank you very much for joining us. Um, I'll just apologise to um, Martin Hughes. He wanted the show to last three hours tonight. (laughs) (laughs) It it probably would have done had Najee been on. (laughs) Yeah. No, I think that would have been the banter going backwards and forwards about Jimmy Ward, to be honest. That that would have been a long conversation. Um, But, you know, I'm glad he saw it. I don't think he was that impressed with Jimmy Ward, even though he got the two interceptions, but <laughs> it is what it is. So never mind.
2: I think like he like will agree and say, oh, well, you know, they were just given to him. But, you know, that's 90% of interceptions in the league. Yeah. Somebody being in the right place and the quarterback making a mess of it or a tip pass or something like that and being in the right place. So,
1: Yeah, definitely.
2: I mean, to be fair to
0: Martin, late before we finish off, you know, at least we've got Bristol in a couple of weeks, so we'll have an actual live game death thread, and I'm sure that, like Gareth said, there'll be a few beverages consumed. No doubt there'll be a dodgy Facebook live video, a <laughs> in that as well, yeah, dodgy <laughs>
1: Facebook live video.
0: And there's a few people coming who've not been to one before after, so it's going to be great nice to see yeah. some new faces. And like you said, if we can keep these performances up, it could make. You know, a couple of weeks everyone was thinking oh, what are you going to Bristol for to watch that game it's going to be rubbish where like you said any given Sunday could tie up to it quite nicely and if it's bubbling away this way Lee it could be the Sky game
1: it could be yes so I think this Thursday they'll have to make an announcement about that if they're going to flex it yes. so I was expecting them flexing the Rams Packers into the 1 o'clock game um, which means bringing that game forward. I can't remember who was in that. It might have been the Browns and somebody else. The only other team that's kicking off at 9 o'clock was the Seahawks and somebody and I don't think they'd put that on there. And it just look, looking at the schedule, it just made sense to me that the Vikings 49ers would have been that Sky game. Um, but I'll have to keep my eyes open for the Sky poll, try and get the yeah. 49ers game on. I don't think they do We can watch it.
0: I don't think they do a poll anymore, Lee. They just announce it on a Tuesday night or a Wednesday morning. They just said, oh, this is going to be the games this week. Right. So maybe we'll need to keep up the cheeky tweets. So I'll find an affairful if you can tweet Neil Reynolds and Sky NFL and just nudge them that we've got a meet-up. I'm sure the UK Vikings will get on board with that as well. Yeah, <laughs> no, I'm
1: sure they will as well. Definitely. Okay, right. Th- okay, once again, thanks for joining us tonight, guys.
0: Pleasure. Welcome.
1: Thanks once again to everyone that listens to the show please remember to subscribe and rate us on iTunes and check us out on YouTube at 49 er Faithful UK. until next time stay safe and go Niners.
0: go San Francisco 49 deep in John Jerry down the sideline greatest bill with all students of Bill don't forget